Knowles. It's 7 o'clock. Former President Trump plans to appeal. I'm Dave Anthony, Fox News. Veal Friday's ruling in New York where a judge ordered him to pay $355 million, finding him and the Trump Organization liable for fraud. But in order to appeal, the former president has to post a bond that's about 10% more than the fine in case he loses. So where will the money come from? That's a big question. Trump's team did not confirm whether the former president would consider selling some of the iconic properties in his sprawling real estate portfolio. According to Forbes, Trump is worth about $2.6 billion with his New York City real estate, accounting for about $700 million of his wealth. New York Attorney General Letitia James, who brought the case against Trump, praised the decision, saying it shows no no one is above the law. Fox's Madeline Rivera today. The former president will hold a town hall in South Carolina with Fox's Laura Ingram. That'll be on Fox News Channel at 7 p.m. Eastern. Nikki Haley will also campaign in South Carolina four days before the Republican primary. But Senator Tim Scott tells Fox. If you can't win your home state, there's no other place to win. She's down by at least 25 to 30 points here in South Carolina. The best thing she can do for the nation is to drop out the race. Well, that's what Scott did. He now supports Trump. President Biden will hold fundraisers today in California's campaign, along with Democratic allies, raised $42 million last month. Alexei Navalny's mother is speaking out, posting a YouTube video days after her son, a Russian democracy activist, died at a jail. On February 16th, my son, Alexei Navalny, died. For the fifth day, I can't see him, they don't give me his body, and they don't even tell me where he is. And Ludmilla Navalny appealed directly to Russian leader Vladimir Putin to release the body. Navalny's widow claims Putin had his fierce critic killed. The U.N. will consider another attempt today to stop the war in Gaza. The Security Council plans to vote on an Arab-led ceasefire resolution. The U.S. plans to veto it and offer an alternate plan. America's listening to Fox News. Life insurance. Why are you putting it off? Can't afford it? Too much hassle? Think you don't need it? There's lots of excuses for putting off life insurance. But if you weren't there, who would pay the mortgage and other bills? With Ethos, you could be covered in 10 minutes and boom, family protected. Ethos, fast and easy online term life insurance. Up to $2 million in coverage with no medical exam. Some policies as low as a dollar a day. Answer a few health questions and get your free quote at getethos.com. That's getethos.com. As a mom, comforting my family is what I do best. Vicks Paper Stick provides soothing, non-medicated Vicks Papers in an easy-to-apply stick. And it dries fast, so there's no mess. I use it to comfort myself <sighs> and my family. <sighs> Thanks, Mom. Vicks Vapo Stick, soothing comfort for the whole family. And when you need more comfort for yourself, try Vicks Vapo Shower for steamy Vicks Vapors. Use is directed. Vapo Stick for use ages 4 and up. Vapo Shower use for adults only. That new attempt at a ceasefire at the U.N. today for Gaza comes as Israel orders more evacuations. Most people fled Gaza City at the start of the war. Now those remaining in two neighborhoods are being told to leave. The evacuation order is a sign that Hamas is still resisting. In parts of Gaza, the Israeli military said had already been cleared of militants. Residents report airstrikes and heavy fighting on the ground in recent days. Meanwhile, a UN children's agency reports one in six kids in that part of Gaza are acutely malnourished. With clean water hard to find, 70% of children there are said to have had diarrhea in the last two weeks. Jonathan Savage, Fox News. While new border security remains stalled in Congress to stem record illegal immigration, many states and cities are dealing with a migrant housing crisis prompting this in Michigan. The State Department of 
Labor and Economic Development is requiring volunteers to make a 90-day commitment. It's asking volunteers to help with relocating migrants by opening up their homes. Participants in the program are asked to meet the migrants at the airport, helping them find housing, enroll children in school, and helping finding employment for adults. Fox's Chris DeMayo on Wall Street's futures are falling, so stocks could drop after a long holiday weekend. NASCAR's season is underway, starting with the famed Daytona 500. William Byron won it. Byron was in the right place at the right time. The 26-year-old had just crossed the start-finish line for the final lap. Seconds later, a multi-car crash brought out the fifth caution of the day since the white flag. Flag did come out. Byron was declared the winner of NASCAR's biggest race. Just um, extremely blessed and thankful for all the opportunities. And um, yeah, we just want to keep it going. We have a lot to prove this year. And uh, this is a good start, obviously. Byron on Fox TV. He led for just the final four laps for his 11th career Cup Series victory. Alex Bowman finished second. Christopher Bell was third. That's Bob Mortelli. I'm Dave Anthony. This is Fox News. Here's a look at local news. An autopsy scheduled in the murder of the manager of Poor Brothers Craft Tap Room, Brandon Hardaway, earlier this month. He died overnight Friday after being shot in the back outside the tap room, February 8th. Suspect in his murder, Fidel Shemenga, faces up to life in prison. Police say Hardaway shot after he refused a cigarette to a man. Several Hardee's restaurants throughout central Illinois closing unexpectedly. Sites in Champaign, Chatham, Burden, and Monticello disappeared from the Hardee's website without explanation. The company has more than 3,800 restaurants in 44 states. This year, the industry data show Hardee's generating $1.5 billion in revenue. Finding Illini control their own destiny and follows their 85-80 win over Maryland this week. It was only the third win their past 13 matchups against the Terrapins. The Illini now 10 in foreign conference play, a game and a half behind Purdue. You're up to date from the Stevie J Broadcasting Newsroom. I'm Jim Miller. Thank you, Jim Miller, and good morning, people. 706, it is the 20th of February. This is Tuesday, and again, the weather continues to get warmer. <laughs> mm-hmm. You know, so, yeah, you ju- I just go through yeah. the weekend. I'm going, okay, he's going to say it's going to rain Friday, snow Friday, did all that, and did all that, and then it's cold, and then it's going to get warmer. It's just, you're, you're just clipping along. If people really listen, take notes. The dude is right. Yeah. Most all the time. It's true. And I don't think it's easy well, to do you. that. I don't think it's easy, man. I just don't think it's no, easy. No, 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 no. It, it, it's like baseball, you know. You just got to <laughs> take uh, t- really stay consistent day by day and uh, try to hit for average. That's all. There you go. Uh, is <laughs> check, tr- check with your son-in-law on that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> That's right. Just every day, new day. Is it true that Cody Bellinger isn't even on the radar for the Cubs? What? I heard that, that they haven't it even sure, talked. It, you know what? Man. Yeah, when you listen to to, to Rickards, it's it's you know, and the fact that they have you know uh, was a Pete Crow Armstrong, yeah, uh, Mike Talkman, I I you know, and I know Craig Council, you know, we, we we watched him in Milwaukee. He's very much a platoon type guy, hitting for averages and all mm. that kind of stuff. And the the miners are loaded up, so you know, and the okay. longer this goes, and I think it's really a cat and mouse game with that uh, agent Boris as well. Yeah, I yeah. think oh, that blood right. between he wakes... them, them and Matt, the Maddox era a few decades <laughs> yeah, ago. No, so. he waits to the last minute. Our weather brought Show to you by money. Urbana Park District. And because the, because the weather's so nice, I'm telling you, you're thinking about pool passes and things like that. You can also check out the Best in Show Photographic Print Competition. Find out about this, maybe summer camps and more. UrbanaParks.org. Alright, Mr. Greg, what you got? What do you see out there? 
Well, my friend, uh, kind of a roller coaster ride of uh, temperatures and weather around here from the midwinter look and feel uh, Friday. That reading's a little more manageable this morning. Uh, maybe a few residual snow piles and packs from the clearing off process of uh, late last week left, but those should be gone here the next 24 hours with a rapid melt. There's still a source region of Arctic air through the eastern Canadian prairie, uh, but as long as it stays kind of east of the Great Lakes region, we'll stay in its western and southern flank for the foreseeable future. Probably not until late next week we do we see a change back into some uh, typical, briefly, mind you, colder weather. Until then, it's not full-fledged spring, but it's certainly an early spring uh, feel and look from time to time here in the next uh, couple of two or three weeks. Out the door this morning, uh, reading's pretty comfortable out there, all things considered, with uh, 28-degree readings at uh, Rillard and over at Rantoul. Forecast high for the day today is, again, very much of a spring-like nature, up around 52 with sunshine. Fair tonight, 36. Creasing clouds tomorrow. Play hooky at the lunchtime hour at 60. couple showers after midnight tomorrow night lows to the 40s we're still in the mid 50s for the day on thursday that's almost 20 above average with some shower activity both morning and in the afternoon cooler not colder 47 friday 46 saturday back to the 50s on sunday here come the 60s again monday and tuesday and a couple of showers and thunderstorms as well by tuesday and wednesday of next week steve j broadcasting a meteorologist greg Solgay. all right my friend thank you so much well done as always greg Sawyer, meteorologist is always on top of it well, what's going to happen to the election? By the way, uh, Nikki Haley is speaking this morning at 11. Nobody knows what that's about, or I haven't read what that's about at this point. Just heard it. Uh, she's got South Carolina coming up Saturday. I would think that if she doesn't win South Carolina, she might say enough's enough. Don't know. Okay, ladies and gentlemen, let's meet Lindsay Williams-Drath. How are you, Lindsay? Nice to have you on the show. Great to be here. Thanks for having me. She's described as a high-energy, results-oriented political strategist. That's nice to have. Ooh, you saw my LinkedIn account, didn't you? <laughs> All right, so Gen Z, those born 1997 to whatever the end date is, uh, say they're sitting out the election and won't vote. Do they normally vote? Do you know, it's so crazy. They are, and that's what we're having this conversation today, when half of them voted in 2020. It was an 11-point increase in 2016, and, uh, and and Gen Z was largely credited with Biden's win in 2020. Mm. Um, and so now, and now, what's happened in the last four years? Why are these folks feeling disaffected and feeling that our political system uh, didn't do for them what they had hoped? They were so motivated in 2020, and that's what the Ford Party were working to capture uh, and inspire folks to turn out and, and, and remain involved in the political process. Well, I think they were the ones at the football games that were starting to, you know, F Joe Biden and then the let's go, uh, let's go Brandon. It was the whole thing, I thought, started at, uh, at not Illinois football games necessarily, but it was football games that really started that because of the horrible withdrawal from Afghanistan, which I think is about number one on my list for how bad a withdrawal that was an event for yep. the United States. So, I, I mean, I get it, that age, they're disenchanted. Distant, distant or whatever it is, yeah. but but if they've had that big of an impact, and you're you're talking about Joe Biden slipping with Hispanics and African Americans, you're starting to wonder where he's going to get the votes. Yeah, they're they're not Gen Z's not excited, and I think Stevie, what we're talking about today too, in terms of of driving voter turnout, these national conversations are not inspiring to Americans. Folks feel that their vote doesn't count, and sadly, in a lot of places, it doesn't. And it's because we're talking about the top of the ticket. There are five hundred twenty thousand positions for elected office across the country, mm. 520,000, 70% of them go uncontested, which means for all the folks who are at the football game that you're talking about, they're looking at, at their mayor's races. They're looking at their city yeah. council races. Yeah. They're looking at their school board races. And if you're unhappy, 
guess what? There's a good chance that the person who's sitting in that seat is there because no one ran against them. Mm-hmm. So if you aren't happy with your education system in your local community, if you think that there is not access to affordable uh, housing, if there are potholes in your road, <laughs> run for office. Encourage your amazing friend who's on the PTA to run for office. Mm-hmm. Encourage your friend who gets a little, like, you know, overly animated at a dinner party to run yeah. for office and, and address these things. And that's how we're going to really create a movement of change in this country. You know, these Gen Z that we're talking about, you're talking about the withdrawal from Afghanistan. Most of those kids were not alive on nine 11 mm-hmm. that, that, that they don't understand that concept. That's not what they're motivated by. So what we need to do, I think, and what we have great opportunity for and what we're doing at the forward party is to remind Americans that all politics is local. To me, though, Lindsay, people just don't have time for this. I mean, it's local volunteers for festivals and community events, yeah. and I'm always yeah. banging that drum to try to get people to step up, and they just don't want to commit that much time yeah. because they're families and everything else after COVID. Oh, I get it. Oh, I get it. And, you know, in fact, yesterday there was a, a big article in the, in the Washington Post about kind of the Never Trump movement and how folks have actually just kind of petered out. They're just tired. They're tired mm-hmm. of fighting. But the great thing on these local issues, like I said, these, these are uncontested races. And in fact, amongst those uncontested races, you have thousands and thousands of positions for local office that are actually sitting vacant. I would, I would suspect that if you looked at Champlain and you looked at a number of the, the positions for elected office in Champlain, you would see positions who are just sitting open. It doesn't take anything but filing to run for it and yeah. showing up. I mean, I understand. I've got three kids. You know, like I know what it's like to to, to juggle soccer and, and hockey and everything else on the weekends and then what you're supposed to show up to the county fair and canvas. But there are ways that you can participate in the process that are a much lower barrier for entry. Um, and we need people to do that because whether you're talking to someone who's 60 or 26, um, you know, I think we can all agree that our political system right now is not addressing the issues that Americans really no, care about. No, no question. And, it's not It's not happening. You're, sure. you're absolutely right. That's why you're looking yeah. at Donald Trump 16 and Vivek and all the things that outsider and all that. these things going on. But there are things you can't yeah. do in Washington, D.C. You can't go tell everybody the secrets. They, you're just an outsider. <laughs> I just think the Republicans and Democrats, for the for the most part, just kind of winking at each other. They don't hold power till they're ninety. It, I, I don't like that. People don't like yeah. that. But but Lindsay, you live. Do you live in Washington? I li- I am a I'm a resident swamp monster. <laughs> uh, uh, well, I mean, you know, one thing off your schedule is you're never invited to anything. There's that. I mean, you're never getting. Invited. You're a five percenter. You're a five percenter in Washington D.C. What are you doing? Yeah, no, I'll tell you. Well, first of all, let me tell you about Washington, D.C. I'm a proud Washingtonian. I'm married to a lifelong Washingtonian. For those of us who make our homes here and raise our families here, it's a pretty amazing small town that has nothing to do with the people who come in and out of here every two years, right, no, and every four no, years. Like, no. we, we, don't, we, we don't worry about them. But, um, but you know, D.C. is a great example of this, too, right? So, like, I was a registered Republican in the District of Columbia for a long time, and with closed-party primaries, I didn't have a vote, 93% of district residents are registered Democrats, which means the entire process for leadership in the District of Columbia happens in the primaries. Now, I didn't even have a vote on the primary, right? So if only one party is able to show up in a decidedly red or blue district, which 93% of congressional districts across the country are decidedly red or blue, completely non-competitive, that means everything's happening in the primary. So, you know, whether it's Washington, D.C., 
folks need to show up and participate yeah. in our primary systems. It's really, really important. Uh, Lindsay, how can people find you, CEO of the Forward Party? How do they find Lindsay Williams Draft? So go to forwardparty.com. Uh, get involved. Our Illinois team is amazing. You're going to see a lot of energy coming around the state in Illinois uh, and across the country at Forward Party. But uh, come to forwardparty.com. Uh, we really are excited for independent voters and people who no longer feel that they have a home in the Republican and, and Democratic Party to come to us. Uh, and we're driving a new movement of, of state and local candidates across the country. We must, so we, 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 must we must talk again. Thank yeah. you for your time, Lindsay. We appreciate it very much. Thanks for having me. I appreciate it. All right. That's Lindsay. Williams, D-R-A-T-H, Drath. Yes. D-R-A-T-H, Drath. On the Tamman's Towing phone line. Forwardparty.com. Forwardparty.com. All right, we jump to our morning sports. Well, looky there. You had said Shauna Green has the coaching skills to get us there, and we've got some momentum going on now, taking down number 14, Indiana, 86-66 yesterday. 20-point Yes. So go line on. Shauna Green. I'm just really proud of, of our guys today. Obviously, you know, I have a ton of respect for Indiana. Uh, we knew it was going to be obviously a really tight game, and, and, uh, and they're so hard to prepare for. But I'm really, I'm really proud of how we came out and executed our game plan. And I uh, thought a great overall 40 minutes for us, and, and we are able to hit some shots and, and score the ball, which obviously the guys that have followed us a lot, we've been kind of up and down with that. So to be able to put 86 up against such a great defensive team of Indiana, you know, that's, that's really good for us going forward now we just got to continue to to have that rhythm and confidence come on if illinois starts playing well look yeah, look out that's right i, I mean we, we yeah i'm excited we had a 16 game losing streak in indiana wow uh, against job. indiana so we Good finally work. broke that by 20 yes wow next up will be iowa sunday at noon and iowa's ranked number four of course iowa has caitlin clark and all that you know i, I don't know what you do with that <laughs> i know i mean i think maybe i'm happy that women's maybe, sports is taking the headline. Maybe I just do what Rocky did in a Rocky Three, mm-hmm. and just start talking to Caitlin like you're not so bad. You're not so after Mr. T's pummeling okay, Rocky. Yeah, and just, yeah. And then maybe you do some psychological things like here, free shot. You'll I never see. miss that. Go ahead, you just take that shot. <laughs> It won't work, but you can try something different because there you go. nobody can shut down Caitlin Clark. Our uh, Illini are in action tomorrow at Penn State in the old rec hall. Wow. All right, let's check weather. Brought to you by Carl. Carl reminds you they're always looking for more team members. And if you have that kind of feeling of service and helping people who have uh, problems, so just go to carl.org slash careers. Well, we get everyone. Let's check weather for East Central Illinois. Champagne event have Saturday Definite spring weather pattern in store here in the coming 5 to 10 days, if not longer. Enjoy it while you may. Sunshine for the day-to-day. South breezes will kick in. They'll get gusty for the afternoon. We'll top out at 52 degrees. And what's left of those residual little snow piles will be gone. Fair tonight, 36. Tomorrow, increasing clouds. Breezy, milder still. Up to around 60. Be some shower activity after midnight tomorrow night. And a couple of rounds for the day on Thursday. 40s tomorrow night, up to 56 on Thursday. Slightly cooler air with mid to upper 40s for Friday and Saturday. Sunshine returns. We're back into the 50s on Sunday on increasing south wind. And here comes another warm-up and a couple of spells of rain for the day on Monday, especially in the afternoon. A couple of showers and thunderstorms next Tuesday. High temperatures at 63 on Monday, 67 on Tuesday nights in the 40s and 50s. For Stevie J Broadcasting, I'm Greg Soldier. A tradition of excellence over 150 years in the making. 
At Busey Bank, we're committed to building relationships that span generations. Wherever your journey in life leads you, we are with you along the way, creating a legacy for you and your family. Busey Bank, building business, growing wealth since 1868, proud to be the official bank of the Fighting Illini. Member FDIC. I'm Elizabeth McDonald, and this is the Fox Business Report. Walmart's earnings for the holiday quarter top forecasts, and Walmart is raising its dividend, though its prediction for the year is conservative. Walmart also is buying the Vizio TV brand for $2.3 billion. The purchase gives Walmart the opportunity to sell advertising on the TVs that Vizio manufactures. Walmart says after the deal is complete, it will continue to sell multiple TV brands as it does now. Home Depot's holiday quarter was mixed. The stock is lower. Capital One says it plans to maintain the Discover brand on credit cards and the Discover payment network after it merges with Discover Financial Services. And Intercontinental Hotels, parent company of Holiday Inn, is raising its dividend after an upbeat quarter. That's your Fox Business Report. I'm Ginny Cosola, invested in you. I'm Dana Perino, co-host of The Five and co-anchor of America's Newsroom. Join me for my brand new podcast, Perino on Politics. Every Monday, I'm going to talk to people I trust in politics as they tell me what they're seeing and thinking in the 2024 election cycle. The Republican presidential primary is heating up and candidates are zeroing in on the Palmetto State. National Review senior writer Noah Rothman joins me to examine campaign strategies ahead of the South Carolina primary. Available now on foxnewspodcast.com. Illini fans, be sure to wear orange to support your fighting Illini basketball team ahead of the Orange Out game against Iowa Saturday, February 24th. Stop into one of Game Day Spirit's champagne locations and gear up with the best selection of fighting Illini merchandise in town. Shop their great selection of orange t-shirts, sweatshirts, hats, and more in store at the corner of Neal and Kirby in Champaign and 6th and Green in Campus Town or online 24-7 at gamedayspirit.com. Game Day Spirit, where Illini fans shop. As Tapman's Towing celebrates 50 years of serving Central Illinois, we're always seeking good people to serve our great customers. Our team of expert tow professionals would like to interview others with CDLs, previous tow experience, or a strong interest in serving others. If you enjoy serving people, love working in the outdoors, and looking for a career, not just a job, we should talk soon. Do you have a strong desire but lack the experience? We should still talk. Visit our career page at tapmanstowing.com. Rising costs of goods, unpredictable weather, and seasonal depression got you feeling down? Let Dogtown Heating, Air, and Plumbing brighten your winter blues. Dogtown is offering $1,000 off any Bradford Whitewater Heater, Renai Tankless Water Heater, or Bosch Mini Split Unit when you buy a Lennox Home Comfort System. No gimmicks, no hidden fees, just $1,000 in savings when you call Dogtown Heating, Air, and Plumbing. 217-841-4728. Offering 0% financing options for qualifying applicants. Dogtown Heating, Air, and Plumbing, your home's best friend. You have money laying all around your house. You just don't know it. And no, I don't mean selling your great-grandma's good china. I mean all the old metal items you don't want to use or get rid of. Don't pay someone to haul it away. Bring it into Max Twin City Recycling and get paid to have it taken off your hands. They love new customers and are more than willing to walk you through their process step-by-step. Come check them out at 2808 North Lincoln Avenue in Urbana.
Get the roof your home deserves by Roof Doctors, your residential roofing specialist that has always offered the best warranties in the industry, like our non-prorated 50-year warranty. Our customers love that we are family-owned and locally operated. We make our customer needs our top priority. With over 30 years experience and the best customer service, give Roof Doctors a call today for your free estimate at 328-7529. In your community and for your community, Roof Doctors. During challenging times, family and health come first. This is Rob Meyer with Provident Financial Group. Many of us have spent the past year feeling a little bit out of control, but there are steps that you can take to plan for a better financial future. Now is the time to take action and create a financial plan that's right for you. Contact us today at 217-366-3456 or online at ProvidentFinancialGroupLLC.com. Security is an advisory services offered through Commonwealth Financial Network. Member FINRA, SIPC, a registered investment advisor. All right, ESPN 93.5, 725. All our guests appear on the Tavern's Towing phone line. And it is Tuesday. This is February 20. We got uh, 10 days till March, and then we got like 20 days till we spring ahead on the clocks. That's the night of March 10. Okay. When we do that. And Thank then you. baseball, 38 days away. Nice. Opening day baseball, 38 days away. Cubs and Cardinals are right here. Cardinals live on ESPN 93.5. The Cubbies, of course, on US 105.9. Yeah, the Cubs will be taking on the Texas Rangers, while our St. Louis Cardinals will be taking on the L.A. Dodgers. And actually, staying on the West Coast, I believe, for the opening. So Now they go play San Diego, managed by Mike Schilt. I see. Who was fired. By the Cardinals um, three years ago. A complicated web we weave. So <laughs> with the home opener, what, uh, April 4 or something? I think it's April 4, and I think I'm going. I have to confirm okay. all the details, but I uh, have not confirmed everything. But I've been very honored, blessed to be asked by the Cardinals to come. And I get, like, John Rooney's booth. I don't know how I did that. Nice. But they, they put me in the show that's booth. That's awesome. The biggest one with all the food. Uh-huh. So that's kind of nice. Well, and you're not a big eater as opposed to most of the radio people who are there for the I, nice I bread. actually, I, I eat nothing. <laughs> exactly. I, I do drink a cup of coffee, and I have that from them. Uh-huh. And then we set up our stuff, and my buddy Benji Molina will probably be hanging there out. There you go. So um, he and Yachty were pictured on something I saw on social media. Good. And I don't know what Yachty's doing. I really don't. He, he got done managing in Puerto Rico, and then he's supposed to be up helping the Cardinals at some point, special assistant John Mosadek, whatever that means. I don't know. Huh. I think he's the future manager of the Cardinals. I do. I think that would be great. I think people would love it. it, it it's tricky because when you hire an icon – like Yadier Molina is for the St. Louis Cardinals. If it goes south, it's bad. Right. The expectations are a little higher. Well, yeah, I mean, well, you, just, you just you have to do something, even if it's the icon. Mm-hmm. If if Adam Wainwright was the new man, you'd have to do something. Like Bart Starr, the great quarterback for the Green Bay Packers, who won the ice ball with a quarterback sneak when it was minus 15 with the Dallas Cowboys in 1967. Wow. Bart Starr was the man, the coach of the Green Bay Packers and was fired. I see. Ouch. Mm-hmm. So that Jawan Howard, Fab Five, Michigan, is he going to make it? Right. So you got you got to deal with that okay. possibility. That Thanks for the setup. It might not end well when you do something. But I would totally think Yadier and Merlin, I think Ollie Marmel just kind of does the thing. And I think it's more John Mazaliak kind of running everything. Yep. And I don't. I think in-game stuff, Ollie decides, but no major anything. I, I just say, I take the job. Sure. I'll, whatever, sure. You, whatever you want to do. I get $2 million a year. Okay. <laughs> Sure. Stevie J can do that job. I Why could not? totally be 
spitting out sunflower seeds doing that work. Are you kidding? <laughs> Probably good motivational chats in the uh, locker room yeah. anyway yeah, I to would, get them out of their funk if I, they have a slump again like I, last I would season. totally be the best Walmart greeter they've ever had. There you go. Ever. <laughs> I'd be firing them up, man. And, of course, if you want to get in on the fun with MLB here at Stevie J Broadcasting, text in the word Diane and we'll get you on the schedule. 162 games. I have been reaching out to some local businesses. Well, they're sponsored, but we're not sold out. We do have a a few windows available if you want to sponsor the Cubs or the Cardinals. Mm -hmm. You you can certainly do that. Get your business in on that. If you like bees, and I learned a lot about bees when they were in our walls here, and we had Steve and Roger come here and take them out, trying to save the hive. six-foot-long, narrow hive. Yeah, that yeah. was in our. We saw some bees in and out but, of this window, or a little crack. Or if something. you don't know how much we need bees, the honeybee, they actually have a club that you can be part of. Uh-huh. Nobody would ever guess that you joined the. What's the name of it? It's um, the CIBA like Central this? Eastern Bee. Oh yeah, here's Central Eastern Illinois Beekeepers Association. That's it. They have a meeting. That they'd like you to attend this Saturday from 9.30 to 11.30. There'll be a, 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 a apiary. Is that what they're called? Yes. And they know everything about the honeybee. You will learn more than you've ever learned about the honeybee. I need to tell my brother Gary about no. this because he's got some hives in the rural area of Tolono. And, of course, right a few miles down is, uh, you know, Curtis Orchard and, and Rachel, who started oh, out no. with the Peace Corps, uh, focusing on honeybees and hives in other countries, brought those skills back. And we've got some world-class honey in no, we do. Champaign County. Most help with those uh, allergies, too, if you right. have local honey is what they Agreed. say. Agreed. Urbana Free Library, 930, 11.30 this Saturday. You can be part of it heck you can be part of seba central eastern illinois beekeepers association Mm -hmm. for ten dollars a year for couple i love it come on man all right we're coming back um um that would be probably the most unusual thing you'd ever join yeah i i I, i'm part of seba well you're part of what i don't know wearing the whole gear and and the whole honey i don't think you have to do that you just learn about it and appreciate it for the honeybee Lindsay uh, williams draft was on we're going to call shay bradley farrell she's a phd she's also in washington that is coming up next first federal savings bank of champaign urbana invested in our community since 1908 before you buy your home in 2024 we invite you to speak with one of our experienced lenders jack jim kim or lane experience the convenience of working with a local lender with local service decisions and loan underwriting in our comfortable offices visit us to experience the exceptional friendly service from our knowledgeable staff hey if you're not already banking with us give us a try we think you'll love it here we do 356bank.com first federal member fdic Equal Housing Lender, NMLS 435. Fox News. I'm Chris Foster. The mother of Russian anti-corruption activist Alexei Navalny with a direct appeal for President Vladimir Putin. Let me finally see my son. I demand that Alexei's body be immediately handed over so that I can bury him humanely. Ludmila Navalnaya translated there outside the Arctic Circle penal colony where her son died five days ago. His widow accuses Russian authorities of holding the body until traces of poison are gone. President Biden and the Democratic National Committee report $42 million in fundraising in January with $130 million cash on hand. He'll be in California for three days. It's the second time this month President Biden will try to rake in some campaign cash in the Golden State. The president is heading to San Francisco, and while California remains a reliably blue state, there are a number of House races key for Democrats taking back the chamber this November. Fox's Ryan Schmelz in Washington. 
America's listening to Fox News. Here's a look at local news. A bill under consideration in Springfield will help farmers stay on their land by raising the estate tax threshold for farms. Right now, the estate tax set to kick in at $4 million, and the new bill would set the tax at $6 million. Analysts say the proposal would help heirs to the land keep the property so they don't have to sell it to pay the taxes. Last day, Illinois residents could register to vote in the general primary election is today. General primary scheduled for March 19. Registered voters who have changed their address must register to vote in any library or local city clerk's office. Officials with the Illinois State University have narrowed their list of candidates for the next president. There's four on the list after one dropped out for personal reasons. Campus officials say the names of the four will not be announced until right before their visit to the university. The list has been narrowed down from the original 40 candidates last month. You're up to date from the Stevie J Broadcasting Newsroom. I'm Jim Miller. Hello again, everyone. Let's check weather. For East Central Illinois, Champaign and Vanna Saturday, definite spring-like weather pattern ahead for the next 7 to 10 days. We do have colder air in sight for late next week and the last couple of days of this month of February. But in the meantime, slightly milder for the day-to-day. What's left of any of those residual snow piles from late last week's snow will be melting away if they're not gone already. They will be certainly gone this afternoon. 52 on a south wind, 8 to 15 miles per. Fair tonight, 36. Tomorrow, breezy, milder, increasing clouds will flirt with 60 on a gusty south wind. There'll be a shower breaking out after midnight tomorrow night and a low down to 46. Continued mild, most of the cloud for the day on Thursday. Highs up to 56 and some shower activity both morning and afternoon. Slightly cooler air at 47 on Friday, mid-40s on Saturday. Some sunshine for a good part of the weekend. By Sunday, we're back into the 50s and we're heading well into the 60s for Monday and Tuesday of next week with increasing shower chances late Monday and a couple of showers and thunderstorms next Tuesday, colder later next week. For Stevie J Broadcasting, I'm meteorologist Greg Soldier. Well, this is a learned individual, Dr. Shea Bradley Farrell. So many darn things to talk about you with Shea. You went to Tulane, president of Counterpoint Institute of Policy. You've worked with Ivanka uh, Trump, Mike Pompeo. Talk to me about who you are, Dr. Shea Bradley Farrell. Well, I am in Washington, D.C. with Counterpoint Institute, and we focus on national security and foreign policy. And yeah, during the Trump administration, I was able to work alongside uh, the secretary and Ivanka to uh, work on a lot of different issues around the world. The right to life, uh, human rights around the world, uh, women's uh, economic development, all kinds of good things like that. Um, But I always like to say uh, we don't just sit around writing great policy papers. You know, I I spend a lot of time down at the border investigating what's going on down there. I've been in Hey, the Ukrainian Refugee Center in Hungary. Anyway, we we go to where the issues are happening. Wow, that's a you're you're right in the middle of everything people care about right now, Shay. I mean, the border's a mess. I don't know how you fix that quickly. It's been messed up for I think decades and decades by everybody. You know, we don't fix it quickly, especially not with the mess that we're in right now. But I will say this, uh, President Biden continues to say that he needs some sort of special authority to close it. The truth is he has the authority under the Immigration and Nationality Act to detain or remove uh, illegal aliens anytime he wants to do it. So he has 
flat out lied to the American people that he needed some sort of new authority to do it. And and you know what the other thing is, too? H.R. 2 was passed in the House. My organization, Counterpoint Institute, helped pass it. And if the Senate really wants to secure the border, like they've been saying over the past few weeks, but I've seen no action on that, they can adopt H.R. 2. I, I, what I don't get, and here's a Ph.D., Dr. Shea Bradley-Farrell. She's obviously very, very smart. You're going to answer this question for me, Shea. Why? Okay. Why? Why do they want an open border? Because obviously they do. The left does. Why? Yeah. Well, you know what? That's a question that I've been thinking about quite a lot, lot in the past three years. And uh, you know what? I do. At, at first, I didn't think this. But then as it kept going on, I thought, yeah, I do think they're trying to change the demographics. Uh, but I've come to the conclusion it's hard for me to say this. You're very kind saying I'm smart. But, but as an academic, you want to be really careful what you say, right? Yep. And I, I believe that they are literally trying to destroy the country. And I, I think it comes from a uh, rooted, uh, excuse me, ideology and Marxism that thinks Western civilization is bad and we have to do everything we can to destroy it. And in fact, Stevie, I, I wrote a book recently called Last Warning to the West, talking about how Marxism over the past hundred years have, uh, has insidiously uh, come into the United States and changed the way we think about a lot of things. And, and we've got to remember where we came from as American citizens. I mean, this kind of element has always been around. They just got in some power, right? I mean, they, they got in positions to actually pull some levers. Uh, you mean the Biden administration yeah. in particular? They're, they're just, yeah. This force has okay. been there. They've just never had a voice like this. And I don't know when it all happened or where, where the evolution occurred, but to, to try and mess up our country, or I think the greatest irony of all, by the way, would be if everybody crossing the border over the last however many years, three, every one of them, turned Republican. Wouldn't that be just the irony of life? Then they'd be screaming about deportation, deport them. you got to deport them. That's what they do. And, and the funny thing is, is that there was research done by the Texas Public Policy Foundation that showed that the Hispanic population around the border were voting for Republicans. Um, and you know what? The, the thing is, too, touching back on something you just said, we just had in the three years of Biden, 113 Chinese nationals come across our border. So we have we have uh, people coming across illegally from foreign adversaries. But China, we keep saying, is our greatest threat. Yet we're allowing people to come in from China illegally. And, and that number is significant, uh, 113,000 since Biden came into office, because in the whole 10 years before, we only had about 15,000, and the vast majority of these are military-aged males. So if you think about it in terms of that, you're looking at, like, seven U.S. Army infantry divisions. And, that you know, what? I, you just have to ask yourself, are they put here to sabotage our infrastructure or, you know, maybe worse, uh, to be here to get ready for some sort of military invasion into the U.S.? This is not just me saying this. You know, Mark Green from the Homeland Security Committee says that they have found that some of the people coming do have ties to the CCP, the PLA, People's Liberation Army. And uh, I'll finish. I'll, I'll, I'll pause with this. This really concerned me. Three weeks ago, three or four weeks ago, some uh, former top FBI officials wrote a letter to Congress 
saying that what I'm talking to you about right now constituted a new and imminent danger to the U.S. They called it an invasion that was very strategic. I don't know. We've got problems. There is no doubt about it. And we could be on the cusp. What's the name of your book again? Because I think this is timely. What, What is it and how can I get it? I will send you one if you'll send me your address. But uh, it's uh, Last Warning to the West, and it's on Amazon right now. And the reason it's unique in this subject is I went to Hungary and did research over there. And the reason I wrote it is because people kept saying to me, hey, do you realize that the rhetoric coming out of the U.S. reminds us of our Soviet occupation era? And, you know, they were under communism for 46 years and fought their way out to be, you know, a free country. And uh, that really concerned me, and I started doing the research for that. And what I found, here it is in a nutshell, there were 11 points of communist psychological warfare put out by our Department of Defense in 1959. They're in my book. Read them. Every one of them applies to how the U.S. is acting today. Uh, Dr. Shea Bradley Farrell, you can get her book, Last One into the West, at Amazon. Uh, two quick things. I know you got to go. Number one, what's Ivanka like? And number two, how many how many beignets and mufaladas did you have at Tulane? <laughs> uh, you know, uh, beignets in moderation. Definitely a lot of coffee. That's where I learned to drink coffee. Yeah. Mufaladas all the time. <laughs> yeah, no, they're I, so that's good. What, in fact, I make my own. And actually, uh, Ivanka is a love a, a lovely, kind person. And uh, I think that was the last question you asked me. Yep, no, that I was it. No, they, I, I got sidetracked on Mufaladas. Mufaladas. I have a lot of family in New Orleans, so it's it's just something. So you make your own. That, that could be another day. But listen, thank you. Love to have you back. It's uh, awesome meeting you, Dr. Shea Bradley Farrell from Washington, D.C., president of Counterpoint Institute for Policy Research and Education. Thanks for being on. Thanks so much, Stevie. On the Towing phone line, Dr. Jay Bradley Farrell. All right, ESPN 93.5742, Illinois women in an upset. That's right. 86 to 66 was the final. I heard the last part of the game. And, you know, President's Day, they've had a good crowd and six Illini players in double digits. Makaira Cook leading the way with 22. Way to take down those Hoosiers. Yeah, Shauna Green. I'm just really proud of, of our guys today. Obviously, you know, I have a ton of respect for Indiana. Uh, we knew it was going to be obviously a really tight game, and and, uh, and they're so hard to prepare for. But I'm really I'm really proud of how we came out and executed our game plan, and I uh, thought a great overall 40 minutes for us, and, and we were able to hit some shots and, and score the ball, which obviously the guys that have followed us a lot, we've been kind of up and down with that. So to be able to put 86 up against such a great defense, Defensive team of Indiana, you know, that's that's really good for us going forward. Now we just got to continue to to have that rhythm and confidence. Anybody remember last week when I said I'd buy her if she were a stock? That I, I would do. buy. Remember when I said that and I said that you know what? It, it's just she's a great coach. She's gonna be. Now it looks like I'm a bandwagger. Right. I'm not a bandwagoner. Uh, and am I? I said I was gonna reach out and get her on the show, and now it looks like we're only getting you on the show because you because you want a game. <laughs> but if if anybody remembered that I'm such a fan of hers, I think she's a terrific coach. Her problem was she won too many games her first year. Yeah. And now she's got a program. If we keep her, she'll be the winningest women's coach in the history of Illinois. Nice. If we can keep her, because the Yukons of the world are gonna come open. And you don't want her. She's a flight risk. She's probably one of the biggest flight risks we have on campus. Mm-hmm. Uh, but she's going to take Illinois to places. I mean, it'd be Teresa Grant's 
plus. Yeah. I think she'll beat Teresa's records of all those things if she's here long term. But anyway, I, I'm a big fan of Shonda Green. I just from I don't know her. I mean, we talked to her once, but big fan because I think she's really good at coaching. Yeah, you mentioned Teresa Grants, and all of a sudden I'm feeling hungry for some pancakes, Stevie. Made pancakes at her house. <laughs> we had an 80, 82 share that morning. 82% of people listening to Radio That's because Teresa had such well, an it was, infectious it, no, laugh. No, it was Carl. It was her husband, Carl. Had the, it wasn't Teresa. Carl had I mean, the, they were both He called so them all. called my pancakes hot pads. What, how dare you, <laughs> yeah, sir? I mean, what? did you let him go a little too long? Man? No, no, it was awesome. It was, okay. It was really a... Anyway, I think Shauna Green will be a number one, the best coach we've ever had in women's basketball history. If she's here long term, mm-hmm. so that's the only caveat I have, and Josh knows it. She's uh, she'll be one of the most sought after coaches when a big opening happens. That's right. They'll say she did that in Illinois. Well, and she came from Dayton, and it's kind of ironic that uh, you know your daughter had a kind of a living lifestyle show yeah. in Dayton at the time, and you know just so much great, you know. Stuff going on as far as Sean and Green. Same town. Yeah, she exactly. was majorly successful Dayton. So she's just good. Uh-huh. We got a good coach. That was a great win last night. Now we go to Iowa Sunday. And so next up is Iowa. Yeah. All right, oh let's my go. Yes, Come on. That's right. And we've got Penn State. And the, the Ulrich Hall formula part of this, where they're kind of stacked up right there in that kind of an old Jim Huff Hall kind of feel to the game. I am a little concerned about You know about what, that. though? Mike Latulip, who I think is pretty – Terrific. Insightful. Uh, yeah. Mike mm-hmm. Latulip, he does all kinds of podcasts, and Christian told me this one. But he said, this is better for Illinois, to be in a cramped gym with people on top of your back. He said, players don't want to go on the road and see empty seats. Okay. And, and Coleman Hawkins, when we did the Pacific on Green commercials, luxury student housing, mm-hmm. unbelievable place near Green and Neal. He said, you know, at Ohio State, it was just nobody there. And he sounded disappointed. I see. I think the players do feed off of that. But it's going to be, uh, you know, one of those cracker box feeling places because the guys don't play in 6,500-seat arenas anymore. That's right. Well, Penn State's having a hard time drawing. The other story is Penn State kicked off their best player. He's not there anymore. Oh. He, he for some reason, I think his last name is Clary. Okay. He averages 16, 17 points a game. And he's not on the team anymore. I have no idea what happened. But that you can't let that lull you to sleep either. They've got some athletes and sure. some good players, and the fans are going to go nuts. So we're going to have to step up. We'll have to play well. We'll get beat. If we don't play good basketball, we'll lose. So that's how that works. Yeah. So we go play focus. This is it. There's no next year because that's most of our team are seniors. Fifth-year guys, we got to go play. But we hold our future right there in our schedule. We can be co-champs worst case if we just win the rest, it's not going to be easy. Well, what the heck, man? <laughs> you want on the road to Maryland, which has been really hard. And uh, let's go Let's go get Penn State and win that basketball game. Two home games after that. Terrence so. Shannon Jr. named Big Ten Player of the Week for his performance between the 12th and the 18th. The conference announced yesterday after averaging 29 points and 54.8% shooting from the field, 40% from mm. the three-point range, and 85% at the free throw line. The Illini uh, was led to that victory over Michigan and then that road win over Maryland thanks to Terrence Shannon Jr. and lots of great contributing players. So let's Let's see how we do. It'll be on the Big Ten Network as we uh, come from 
uh, Happy Valley and University Park against uh, Penn State at Rec Hall on uh, tomorrow at 5.30. Early start, 5.30. Mm-hmm. That's our time. 5.30, 5.30. So, um, yeah, let's go. We had number one, UConn. Number two, Houston. Number three, Purdue. They dropped just a hair. Yesterday, number two, Houston over number six, Iowa State, 73-65. Been to in action tonight has Iowa at Michigan State at six. Maryland's at Wisconsin at eight o'clock tonight. I think Wisconsin finally dropped out. Yes. But Purdue just dropping one. If you remember 05, we were undefeated. We lost to Ohio State. We were still number one because nobody was near our record. Mm-hmm. So Purdue dropping one doesn't surprise me at all. They're, they're regarded as a solid one seed, if not overall one. Still could be overall one, but... Houston's really good. Blah, blah, blah. Kelvin Sampson, the cheater, whatever. He's at Houston. He went to Indiana and took our guy. Okay. Anyway, um, yeah, I flashback. Very good. But UConn's definitely uh, there to repeat. They could repeat and win two in a row. They're very good. Uh, Houston's really good. There's just an upper echelon, and maybe Houston's in there. But UConn, Houston, Purdue might be the top three. Then the others are just coin flips. Okay. Kansas, Illinois, coin flip. Kansas uh, Marquette coin flip. Marquette Illinois coin flip. Mm-hmm. Those are just games that are going to come down to somebody making a free throw and somebody tipping a ball. That's right. That's how it works. And, you know, the officiating, according to the dude who was, you know, yeah. on the other day. Kevin line. Willard That's of right. Maryland saying a guy got it. fouled. <laughs> got to call him both ways. Somebody asked me about the baby sound effects after you during the press I talk. couldn't resist. <laughs> Couldn't resist. William Byron finally uh, won the Daytona 500. It was a little rocky. There was some restarts and there was a crash towards the end. I mean, but anyway, William Byron with the checkered flag. Weather brought to you by Busey for over 150 years. Member FDIC. New pet season when you talk spring. Mm-hmm. Dr. Todd next. Well, we get everyone. Let's check weather for East Central Illinois. Champagne event is Saturday. Definite spring weather pattern in store here in the coming five to ten days, if not longer. Enjoy it while you may. Sunshine for the day today. South breezes will kick in. They'll get gusty for the afternoon. We'll top out at 52 degrees. And what's left of those residual little snow piles will be gone. Fair tonight, 36. Tomorrow, increasing clouds. Breezy, milder still. Up to around 60. Be some shower activity after midnight tomorrow night. And a couple of rounds for the day on Thursday. 40s tomorrow night up to 56 on Thursday. Slightly cooler air with mid to upper 40s for Friday and Saturday. Sunshine returns. We're back into the 50s on Sunday on increasing south wind and here comes another warm up and a couple of spells of rain for the day on Monday, especially in the afternoon. A couple of showers and thunderstorms next Tuesday. High temperatures at 63 on Monday, 67 on Tuesday nights in the 40s and 50s. For Stevie J Broadcasting, Abby Dorshus, Greg Solgay. Well, it's our friend Dr. Todd Likens pet pro madison kirby and champagne veterinarian uh diane remembered that somebody had texted and then we got off the phone with you last week about cats and declawing but i don't remember what the question was do cats still get declawed todd i don't think that uh they can be still i don't delmar was working on a law to out uh ban it but i don't think it's banned at this time yet and that that, um, for the purpose of them not scratching up your house but they have zero defense without claws right no, I don't. I don't buy that theory uh, myself. I cats without claw, cats with or without claws, are in trouble when they're outside uh, uh, and in uh, fighting a, a big opponent. But, okay. You know, I've seen cats without claws climb trees and things like that. So you know, I I don't think I don't do cosmetic surgery, but this one is kind of like a, a you know, I, if the situation is right, I would still do a declaw myself. 
because it, I think it saves lives. You know, the surgery, if done young, uh, kittens, I've seen just, they don't act like anything even happened. You wait till they're bigger, yeah. then they feel it. Yeah. Uh, and they're going to be sore for a week. Gotcha. But uh, it, it's better than going back to the shelter in, in the euthanasia in my book. Yeah. Okay. Sure. Uh, Dr. And, Todd. And what about the dew claws with our dogs? <clears throat> dew claws are sometimes, if they're tight to the body, I don't think they're a problem. Okay. Uh, if they're dangly, I, they're a problem because when they run, they catch on things, and the next thing you know, they're yanking their toenail off. Mm, mm. And uh, I've seen had dogs that happen too repet- repetitively. Uh, a lot of times we look at that when we're doing the spay and decide if it's worth doing at that point or not. But yeah, dangly ones are bad, good, but tight end ones are good. Okay. Dr. Todd Likens, this is also um, new pet year season. Mm-hmm. Spring is when you would adopt a puppy, I guess, right? I, yeah, you see more because, you know, it's, the weather's getting yeah. nice and people want to be outside. So just, just selection facts I always like to bring up is, like, first know who you are. If you're a runner, you want a more active dog. If you're a family person, you want a more family-friendly dog. If you want a car car guard, then you get a get a bench and uh, uh, a buffer back here to help guard the car. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but anyway, uh, you know, know what the dog's bred for. Know a little history on the dog. I mean, I'm surprised how many people will adopt a dog and they never see the parents, if they're, even if they're getting them from a breeder. I mean, so you want to see the size, you want to see the personalities mm-hmm. of the parents, it'll give you a gut feel. And then there's techniques out there for setting the personality when you're in the adoption process. Seen it over and over again where uh, people almost always seem to pick the first dog that comes to them when they're uh, in the selection process. Uh, and the hard part for me is that you can pick a puppy, and the breeders know this, uh, if, and I find a defect you know, the next day or two uh, on the wellness check, and people are already bonded, and you're already, and you're not going to take that dog back because what are they going to do? They're they're not going to give you a, your money back. They're going to give you another dog, and you don't want another dog. Right. So make sure you feel like it's a healthy dog. Uh, one that's too shy is 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 a little scary, and one that's too outgoing maybe a little too alpha for you. So you want kind of the middle of Packers type thing. You know, I know at the Humane Society, if you're adopting a pet, which is a great option, you can go into a room and have some time with that animal. I know that was the case for a basset hound that we almost adopted, but it jumped up on Gabrielle when she was young, and um, we she lifted up the ears, and they were a little stinky. Of course, they have the big droopy ears and all that, you know, so the upkeep would have been a little more. So I, I totally agree on reading up on everything, even... Uh, uh, the Australian Shepherd that's in my dog, Olive, we had some kids that were running around and high-pitched screaming, and I think she started nipping at their heels, almost trying to go into that herding mode. Yeah, it's it's so instinctual at that point. And I agree. I, I think adopting an older dog is a wonderful option. You know, you don't have to go through the puppy phase. We all forget how much work a puppy mm, is. Yep, but yep, yep. you get an older dog, you kind of know what you're getting. It's even better for kids. They're they're more durable. I mean, uh, and uh, you're going to know their personality better. Uh, so I, the one, you may say it's a wonderful option. Uh, again, though, I still would like to know as much as I can about the dog. How was, you know, hopefully they got history on where this dog came from. Yeah. Well, there, it'll there, help you out. And then a, the other thing yeah. on the backside of this, excuse me, 
uh, is that like we don't make excuses. Yeah, he's he was a rescue, and so therefore I'm going to tolerate his biting. No, we we lay the rules down right away, and we make a good dog. We don't make excuses for him. We we teach them uh, how to be a good dog. So we don't make excuses. We just get into training mode. And lots of trainers on YouTube to help you. Okay. There was a uh, white English cream that came walking by my house and planted its body in my yard and wouldn't leave till I came and said hi. So made me miss Charlie and Bella. I, I, you know, we, we had 26 wonderful years, 13 each for those dogs. I, I still get emotional thinking about those dogs. Mm -hmm. It's just unbelievable the impact. When you're connected with your dog, it's just a part of the family. It's really hard. It really is. Yeah, we have um, some some people that adopted our dogs, and and their dog died of basic old age, and yeah. and, uh, and it's uh, it's been a couple months, and she's still breathing so hard, and we just they finally got to the point where they're they're ready to adopt a new one, and it, it again that helps turn the corner, uh, but you got to be ready to do that no, too. Right. Say no, goodbye to your old friend. Yeah, I, it's it's really brutal, but I will say this. Um, end of life stuff I, i've never seen anybody better than than todd i mean he's just unbelievable mm -hmm. compassionate and how it's so hard and you do such a good job with that todd it's um not, well, the, not the time i you. want to actually see you drive up but it's, uh, it's no it's it's, it, it's a hard time and even uh, we kind of feel like uh you know a lot of people will have uh doggies cremated and they'll want their ashes back in some form or other and i don't even call people because sometimes it's just too hard to even walk in i've I lose clients because it's too too many bad memories, and mm. that's okay. Mm. Uh, it's just it's emotional time. No, it is. All right, Doctor Todd, how can people find you? All right, we're at two one seven three five 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 zero five one. Texting is always the best way to go these days, and it allows me to pay attention to you because our phone doesn't ring in the clinic. You got it, my friend. Always a pleasure. Thank you, Todd. All right, see ya. Todd Likens, a veterinarian, Madison Kirby at the Pet Pro of the White English Cream. Are there dogs? Mm -hmm. um, Dr. Neitzel was awfully kind in 1997 when Theodore, the first dog Janet and I ever got, and that was brutal. I let, I let Theodore leave. He'd lived too long. I mean, it was awful, and I just wouldn't do it. And so anyway, it's hard. It's so hard. I know. Why is it so hard? I yeah, mean, we had wiener dogs, um, and we went to Doxy Fest in Kickapoo Park. and All dachshunds? There was a 21-year-old <laughs> dachshund there. Wow. I knew. A dog. I, Are you sure? And this, I'd have to see a birth certificate. Well, I mean, uh, you're uh, right. Uh, I was trusting uh, them, but it, it was not moving around Oh, I see. I got you. <laughs> well, it's, I thought it's, to myself, uh, wow, that dog it looks sad. It is old. It's all worth it? But it's it's just ridiculously difficult how hard that is at the end. Anyway, uh, but they're worth it. It's just uh, the hair and everything else. Mm -hmm. Okay, uh, all our guests, including Dr. Todd on the Tapman's Joint phone line, we got the news coming up. So what up about college? The political turmoil that rocked universities over the past three months sparked the resignations of two Ivy League presidents has landed like an unwelcome thud on institutions already struggling to maintain the trust of the American public. For three generations, the national aspiration to college for all shaped America's economy and culture, as most high school graduates took it for granted they would earn a degree. That consensus apparently is collapsing in the face of this massive student debt, underemployed degree holders, and political intolerance on campus. Right. 
That third one to me is a stickler. And when you have to hide your views, right. th- that doesn't feel like college, where I you're know. supposed to be able to express everything. And hear so many different sides and the diversity. Yeah, no, I think right now y- you don't tell people you would ever vote for Donald Trump on this campus. You have to be careful who you tell anyway. It, it's just that's, what, that, that's the culture now. In the past decade, the percentage of Americans who expressed a lot of confidence in higher education went from 57% to 36 Ooh, that's a drop. So, okay, we'll talk about that next as we welcome our, our guest, um, Mike Thompson, education expert, CEO of Learner Mobile, whatever that is. We'll learn about that in just a few moments. It is February 20. This is Tuesday. This is WSJK, Tuscola, Champaign-Urbana. You're home for the St. Louis Cardinals, which yeah. will start in 38 days. Mm-hmm. The Cubs will be on US 104.1.